Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Wrestling truths of your house. We talk to you in your house. We keep the cool with your house. We keep the cool with your house. I'm spitting truths in your house. Yes. Mark's hating on his fans. Becky Nish on the man. Play with two like a lion. Household a dangerous alliance. I am a nightmare like Cody. And I'm overcoming like Kobe. No, they cannot hold me. Come listen, I'm hosting, critiquing, I'm boasting. This wrestling, I'm knowing. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to In Your House, starring Alakon House. This is the People's Podcast. <laughs> it is once again your boy, Khan. You already know what it is. We come out here every single week and we discuss wrestling, all facets of professional wrestling here at In Your House. Where can you listen to us? You can listen to us at uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spreaker, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Uh, where else can you listen to us? Oh yeah, Himalaya. Uh, so many different places uh, to listen and so many different ways to tune in, which is incredible. Uh, guys, um, this, what we got here at In Your House, what we are building here at In Your House is, it gives me goosebumps. <laughs> I mean, I started this podcast out three months ago. Just I just wanted to talk about wrestling. I enjoy watching wrestling, and I just enjoy talking about it. And in three months, it turned into something just huge. I didn't imagine in three months that we'd be getting listened to across the United States in 11 different countries. Uh, we're about to be having twenty, anywhere between seventeen and twenty thousand followers on the Facebook page uh, with the merger that we did with Better Than You Wrestling Discussion uh, because they believed in in your house. Uh, we have so much going on. I mean, uh, uh, we're gonna be we're gonna be at a huge WrestleCon in uh, October fifth uh, at, 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 at Podcast Alley. Heroes and Legends 13. We are so proud at In Your House to have so much growth. And, and, and the reason that I bring up that huge event that we're going to be, uh, uh, that we're going to be 
more than proud to be a part of. Uh, the reason I bring that up is because we have the director of operations at Heroes and Legends Wrestling. That's Sean Coletta. Thank you so much for coming on, bro. Okay, thank you very much for having me. I'm excited. Man, I'm excited to have you on. I mean, just the... I, I I mean, obviously, I've been talking about wrestling uh, as a podcaster for about three months, and just the feeling that I feel knowing what's coming and the renaissance that's coming in professional wrestling that I've been speaking about for, for almost 45, 46, 47, I don't even know where we're at, but we're definitely hitting about to hit our 50th episode, and, and what I feel is coming for professional wrestling is special and it's every everything is coming together at the right time um the landscape of professional wrestling is changing and uh and, and i definitely wanted to have somebody uh such as yourself director of operations of heroes and legends professional wrestling out of fort wayne uh to to produce some of the biggest wrestle cons that indiana has ever seen so i'm privileged to have you on and and i wanted to i, I just wanted to get a few of your thoughts on on the independent wrestling scene as it were, and of course, hear about your career as well, and that's where I want to start, uh, if you don't mind. Absolutely, man. I am. Uh, I'm all yours. You, whatever you need to talk about, we will talk about. Great, excellent. That is great news. So I always like to open my interviews with the first question, and my first question is this, and it's the core question that I ask. Not just not just the the wrestlers that I've interviewed or the promoters that I've interviewed, but even fellow fans such as myself. I, I always want to know, where did it start for you, Sean? Where did you become a fan of professional wrestling? When did it happen? Well, I've, I've been a fan of uh, professional wrestling since I was a kid. Uh, my favorite wrestler growing up was the Junkyard Dog. So that's, you know, that's the era yeah. uh, when my interest in wrestling started. Yeah. Um, I really didn't discover too much about the independent scene uh, of wrestling until oh probably around 10 years ago or so um okay. you know uh, being being a fan yeah. uh, a lot of times a, a lot of times you're more focused on uh what you're watching on tv yeah. and you don't really think about you know there's a place that these guys get their start yeah. and my my career began about eight years ago mm-hmm I was uh, working in cell phone sales, actually, and I was given some free tickets to a uh, midget wrestling event that was taking place uh, in Fort Wayne, and I thought, you know what, that that could be a great time, and so I went, and the people that were performing there were, I mean, it was was amazing, uh, the talent that some of these guys had, and I found out who the person was that was running the show. And he was a he was a big guy, and he was dressed in uh, he had on a an outfit with flames on it, and he had a bald head and a big beard. And I'm like, man, that guy looks really cool. And uh, so I started talking with him, and told him, you know, I've I've been interested in in wrestling for a while, and yeah. I would uh, you know love to to be a part of that whole business one day. Yeah. And he said, well, you know. Uh, would you be interested in filming some shows for me? And I said, well, yeah, that, that'd be awesome. And so this was during the time when heroes and legends was the EWF. I know that you had talked to Jason Maples uh, yeah. on one of your podcasts and, 
he talked about the EWF, and that's yeah. where he started his venture into this business. And so I started out filming uh, filming shows, and I have a an art history, uh, and I went to art school. I studied graphic design, and once Jason found this out, I was able to start doing you know a little bit more than uh, than filming shows. I would make some little intro graphics and yeah. I would take some of the wrestlers pictures and put their names on them and you know do, do some cool little things promotion wise things that we put uh, on the internet and whatnot yeah. and basically as, as time went on uh, I started getting more and more responsibility um, you know I started I was doing the audio and video uh, just little things at a time yeah and over the course of, uh, you know, several years, I started taking on, uh, I, I would say, a, a big majority of the show process. I started doing everything from the audio and video to the shows mm -hmm. to uh, making sure that everything was in line for the show, um, you know, setting up, uh and it, it progressed, I would say, rather rapidly because we've done 13 shows. Yeah. And I think by Heroes and Legends 1 or 2, you know, I was I was all in. I was I was completely in. And now it's gotten to the point where Jason uh, has the ability to sit at by the front door and greet everybody as they come in and take care of his business yeah. and knows that I can make sure that from the time we open the doors until the time we close the doors that the show is going to run smooth yeah. uh you know i've, I've gotten to that that level that uh, trust. of trust yeah and he knows my ability to where once i get to the venue uh you know i don't i don't talk to jason or see him that much throughout the evening unless it's something really important yeah. um and the show's success or failure uh, a lot of that rides on my shoulders because if something goes horribly wrong, uh, it's my fault. But then again, if everything goes perfectly right, which it never does, uh, you know, I'm responsible for that too. So uh, it, it's a double-edged sword, but uh, I wouldn't give it up for anything in the world. Uh, I, I enjoy what I do very much, and uh, I, I enjoy helping Jason put the shows together, you know, every aspect of yeah. what I do. I Love. And honestly, man, I definitely and this is the this you know what? It may not be the quote unquote sexiest part of the business, but you know, it it, <laughs> it it's most definitely needed and appreciated and have somebody that cares about every single detail, the you know, the the uh video packages, things like that, how match you know, how matches are gonna come into play, video, audio, all those things. That's so important and it helps uh, it helps the show flow, you know, it, it and 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 just quality of, of audio and visual, you know, it really does affect the show, you know what I mean? It really does. Uh you know, it's a huge part of the show. And when, when WWE for example yeah. uh, got rid of Pyro, you know, I think that was a huge deal. Pyro was a huge part of the show. Yeah. You know, now it's got point where people really don't miss it as much because it's been so long they've been without it yeah. Um, but yeah you're, you're absolutely right everything from audio video to lighting all that stuff has a, a huge huge impact on the show and of the talent themselves uh, because they can't walk out to you know 
white noise or no noise. Yeah. So, you know, those those things are, are hugely important, uh, not only in the development of a, of a pro wrestler, uh, but in the evolution of shows. And as time has gone on for us, you know, going into our 13th show now, yeah. we have instituted some new ideas where we're trying to expand on, you know, what we already have to make things bigger and better. Yeah. Um, that is a slow process that, of course, involves lots of money. Yeah. Um, so, you know, over the course of 13 shows now, we've, we've integrated a little bit at a time, and that's what we'll continue to do, um, you know, show after show, just get better and better and bigger and bigger, so... And Sean, I definitely see it. I definitely see greatness coming in Heroes and Legends, which, of course, as I've said and uh, as I've stated my opinion in the past, is possibly the biggest uh, wrestle convention in Indiana um, with some of the names that you guys have had. So let me ask you, um, as as professional wrestling has developed, as it has grown, um, now we're at a there's a hotbed uh, uh, there's a hotbed of professional wrestling, and that has created an outlet, an outlet with a new, uh, a new tool that we use to record uh, intimate type conversations and put them out for the public to hear. And of course, that's what we're doing right now. We're podcasting. So, so right. I, so my question, so my question for you is, when did you folks at 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 Heroes and Legends decide to hop on what is the the, the hottest trend uh, going between professional wrestling and podcasting and create the Podcast Alley? Uh, you know, that probably started, uh, I believe that started once we started running shows at the Allen County War Memorial Coliseum. Okay. Uh, so that would have been, uh, oh, geez, I don't even know, four, four maybe five shows ago. Uh, we knew that there was uh, an entire podcast outlet out there, but you know we weren't sure how we could integrate that yeah. uh, into ours. And I want to say it actually started with Colt Cabana oh, wow. uh, and his podcast. He was he was one of the first people that we had in that uh, was doing interviews for his podcast. Wow. And you know, obviously, his podcast is hugely successful. Yeah. Um, a lot of people have followed that trend. Chris Jericho. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, to, yeah. to name a couple. Yeah. But I think the podcast element is, is huge for many reasons. I mean, number one, uh, it's a great promotional tool. Yeah. Um, and that, that's a two-way street. It's a, it's a great promotional tool for uh, the company, and it's a great promotional tool for the podcast. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so it fits in really well. It gives a lot of the podcasters that we have the opportunity to interview some people that they may not have otherwise ever gotten to meet in their lifetime. For sure. And so, you know, we, we, we enjoy giving opportunity, um, you know, as, as is, is evident by my, uh, my growth in, in this industry. Uh, yeah. I was given an opportunity, and that's all it takes. Um, you know, the only negative side I would see to you know, podcasting and things of that nature is mm -hmm. no different than YouTube or, or any other media outlet. I still believe that there is a shred of kayfabe out there. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I try to protect that as much as I can. Yeah. Um, but the doors have pretty much been blown open and, and there's not much to keep secret anymore. But, you know, at, at these shows, when I, when I go out there and, 
I can see the faces of the kids and even the faces of some of the adults who are so invested in the product. And that's how I know it's not completely dead. And I get a lot of, a lot of joy and a lot of satisfaction from seeing those smiles because that means we did our job. Um, but yeah, you know, podcasting in general, media outlets like this, I think are great opportunities, uh, for everybody on both ends. And, I hope to see more of them. Uh, and just like yours, I, I hope that you continue to grow and be successful. I mean, you, you. you've lit the, fuse, you lit the fuse on, on yours. So yeah. uh, hopefully that fuse just keeps burning and then explodes into greatness. So that's what I'm looking for. I'm hoping so too, Sean. I'm hoping so too. And that's why it was so perfect for me to get that opportunity to be able to do my podcast at Heroes and Legends 13, October 5th over there in Fort Wayne, Indiana, show that you guys do not want to miss. You guys are going to see names like Demolition. You guys are going to see names like The Boogeyman. So many different names. Of course, the biggest name, the keynote name, of course, The Stinger, the Icon Sting will be there uh, October 5th in Fort Wayne. Definitely a show that you guys do not want to miss. Also, the uh, Heroes and Legends champion Congo Khan will be in the building that night, which is a great, great show. So, so let me let me ask you. I know you were talking about kayfabe, so I have to ask you a a, a question. I, I I guess about your character. So my apologies in advance. Sure, sure. Um, so what you uh, who you are? Of course, everything that you do backstage, but but the director of operations uh, for Heroes and Legends Wrestling. What do, what all does that entail? You know, uh, it's a fancy title uh, yeah. <laughs> that I came up with. <laughs> um, it, at the bottom line is, you know, I'm I'm a cog in the wheel. Yeah. Um, but I have a lot of responsibility and. You know, backstage, that means that everybody is present and accounted for. Yeah. Uh, everybody knows where they need to be throughout the night. Sure. Uh, I'm always in uh, a gorilla position. I'm always, you know, right there making sure that uh, all the T's are crossed, the I's are dotted, yeah. making sure that everybody knows who they are, where they need to be, what they need to do yeah. uh, in order for the show to be successful. Um You know, there's little facets uh, of that, you know, backstage job, I guess, um, that, you know, don't really need to be discussed or explained. But I primarily just make sure that the show goes on and goes on successfully. Um, You know, as as a character, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't really say that I have a character per se. Okay. Um, You know, my, my, my influences... Uh, huge influences on on me um, have always been Eric Bischoff and Paul Heyman. Um, oh. Paul Heyman's story. I don't know if you've ever heard Paul Heyman's story of how he started in this business, but I I love it and it's mm-hmm. a great story. Yeah. Uh, if you ever have a chance, to listen to it. And you know, I feel like I got lucky just like he got lucky. Right. Um, but as far as a character, I, I wouldn't say I'm I'm a character. I'm more of face to go with uh, the authority of Heroes and Legends. Got it. Got uh, it. You know, J- Jason Maples is, of course, I mean, he's he's the boss. Yeah. He yeah. owns the He's the face that runs the place. Of course. Um, but I, I would say when he doesn't have an opportunity 
to put himself out there, I would be the person that people look at as the quote-unquote authority figure okay. heroes and legends during Got shows. It. So usually when people see me, you know, over the course of years, they've come to associate me with, uh, you know, things of that nature. And, and I have done some uh, incredibly dumb authoritative things uh, like at Heroes and Legends uh, when we were running at the ice rink. Mm-hmm. I confronted Drew Skills in the ring after his match with Hardcore Holly, oh, and that was a bad mistake because I ended up face down on the canvas. <laughs> uh, you know, so I, I I have interjected myself in places that I do not belong. Yeah. Um, and you know, I I've stopped doing that, but uh, you know that I, I think that's the way that uh, people look at me as kind of a like I said a quote unquote authoritative individual. Yeah. When Jason Maples is not right. able yeah. to fit on that persona, so I think that's kind of where I'm at with that. I actually absolutely love that. I mean, it's just a cool like uh, like corporation type, and I don't know if you saw that, but that's kind of how it was playing it off on my on my Facebook page, where I was saying things like, "All oh, business is yeah. about to pick up," and the corporation of heroes and legends. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just, I'm like, that's how I see it. That's how I see you guys is like the corporation of heroes and legends. That's how I want to see it. Right, and, so, and you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. There are a lot of people that help to bring our shows together. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's not just a one man show; a two man show. Uh, there, are, you know, I have someone, uh, my good friend Mike, that helps me at the shows, and so he's kind of in a position I was. Now he's learning from me, yeah. and you know, I think that's really cool. You know, I got to learn from people, and now I get to pass that on. Um, but yeah, it takes it takes a team to make it work, and uh, you know, all those people work really hard to bring out uh, the best of our product. Absolutely, absolutely, and it look and you guys have a incredible product. I mean, some of the names I, I've prattled off names in the previous episode I did with Jason, but the names that you guys have have had has has been just absolutely incredible. So let me ask you uh, this question: um, taking off, of course, you being in the business, taking off that hat and putting on the fan hat. What what has it been mm-hmm. like for you to 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 not just meet, but have a working relationship, but with all these talents that have come through Heroes and Legends over the years. You know, it's been surreal um, to meet some of these people that I watched as a kid. Yeah. Uh, to meet some of these people that I've watched on TV recently, it's it's surreal. Um, my very first experience with uh, one of these legends. Um, the very first thing I did, Heroes and Legends 1, mm-hmm. was pick up the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, from the airport. Oh, wow. And, you know, I, I picked him up, and, you know, there was, you know, I wasn't I wasn't fanboying out. I wasn't marking out or anything like that. Right, but right. on that drive, I looked over, and I thought, that's the Million Dollar Man in the passenger seat of my car. You know, how, how cool is that? Yeah. Here's, here's 10-year-old me. Uh, going, man, you know, it'd be so cool to meet these guys. And, and here I am uh, a lot of years later um, <laughs> with that opportunity. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I get excited to see a lot of these guys, but I've gotten to a point where, um, you know, I don't, uh, to use a term, I don't, I don't really mark out yeah. for these people. Yeah. It, because a lot of them are 
so incredibly friendly and so, so welcoming. And you can get into conversation with them, and it's like you've been talking with them for years. Um, you know, I have phone numbers in my phone that I never in my lifetime would have thought I would have. Yeah. I have met people and talked about the business with people who have been in it for many, many years, yeah. and I've learned a lot. Um, the most I have learned to date was a couple shows ago we had Terry Taylor. Yeah. Um, and Terry Taylor, of course, is a finishing coach at NXT, and of course he's a legend in himself. But he sat with me uh, at my table and worked with me backstage for you know a couple hours. And I learned more in those couple hours than I've learned in a long time. So, you know, it, it, outside of, of the business, I mean, I have, I've learned a lot from the people that I've met, and I've gotten to become friends with them. Um, you know, from, from a fan perspective, I've, yeah. I've become a fan of a lot of these guys. So That is, I mean, that is just incredible. That's an incredible story, an, an incredible story of, of seeing all these people that you've met, that you have met, you watched them as a youth, and now you're meeting them, and it's just incredible, and you're, and you're doing what you love, and that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about is, is doing what you love to do, which, which brings me to my next question. There is a man that is currently doing what he was born to do, um, and I'm talking about a man named uh, Cody, the American Nightmare Cody. Uh, and that, that from your perspective, from your fans' perspective, and everything that you do in the business, I always ask all of my guests this because of what's coming, the big roar uh, of, of AEW coming. So I have to ask, just like I ask every other guest, because I, I respect everybody in the business opinions and, and different thoughts and everything. What is your opinion on the budding company, AEW? You know, my opinion is that is congratulations to him. Yeah. Um, it is very hard to start a wrestling company, no matter who you are. Yeah. Um, I think he he has the right frame of mind uh, to be involved in, in something like that. Yeah. Uh, obviously, financial backing is, is huge. Yeah. Uh, I think that AEW, I, you know, I after the first, year of this company putting on shows yeah. I think we'll all have much better perspective on where they're going to go yeah um, but it seems like they're they're evolving very quickly um, you know they're they've got another huge show coming up and I believe a couple smaller shows yeah. as well uh, they're looking at being on TV they have a huge financial backing with you know obviously someone involved in the NFL yeah. I I see it I see good things for it I think Cody wants to show that you can run a successful a successful competitor to the big guys on TV. I'm going to yeah. say that without putting any company names. Yeah. Um, but I, I think he wants to show that that can be done by not having these huge, huge, huge names. Um, you know, it's, it's interesting for me to kind of follow the back and forth between who wants to leave WWE and who Vince is trying to keep and yeah. all these contracts that are coming out and things of that nature. It, it makes it seem like I, to the public, it makes it seem like Vince is scared. And that's, that's where a lot of people are, are taking that conversation. Yeah. I can assure you Vince McMahon is not scared. 
Uh, you know, he, yeah. he's, he's not new to the business. Um, I think, as opposed to being scared, I think he just wants to keep the great people that he already has, yeah. and not give them, not not give them another option. Um, and you know, I'm sure he's willing to do whatever it takes to keep them. But uh, you know, then there are some guys that are there that have asked for their release that haven't been granted it or whatever. Yeah. Um, money talks. That's the bottom line. Yep. Um, these professional wrestlers are going to keep wrestling no matter what. Even if they left WWE or they left Impact Wrestling, they're going to wrestle. They're going to do what they love. Yeah. It's just a matter. It really comes down to money. And is that placement for them going to be a good place to be? AEW right now is, is tepid water. You know, it's it hasn't been tested yet. Yeah. Um, I, I hope it's successful. Uh, I, I, I've been following it relatively closely, so I hope that it's successful because it is a program that I would tune in to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, only time will tell. Only time will tell. I think it's, a, it's too early to make a, uh, a healthy assessment on what it's going to be. But I hope that it is very successful. I hope that all... Uh, wrestling companies, whether independent or whatever they may be, are successful. That's the name of the game. Yep. Independent wrestling gives guys like me uh, a place to be. Yep. And it gives guys a paycheck. So I hope I hope it's successful. I really do. I, I think it's I think it's great. And I agree with you there. I think it's a great opportunity for everybody in the business to make more money. Uh, I think it's a great opportunity for everybody to have different options to go to. And it's just a great opportunity, period, if you are wanting to get into professional wrestling. It seems like now is about to be another renaissance, guys. Uh, So, uh, Sean, I appreciate you so much uh, for coming on. I truly appreciate it that Sean Coletta, uh, he is the uh, Director of Operations of Heroes and Legends Professional Wrestling. Thank you so much for coming on. Go ahead and plug everything that you need to plug. All right. Hey, thank you, uh, you know, first and foremost for having me on. I greatly appreciate it, and I wish you and your podcast nothing but the best of success. Thank you. Um, again, Heroes and Legends 13 uh, coming up on October 5th. We will be at the Allen County War Memorial Coliseum once again. That is our new home. Uh, we have announced so far, and we have many, many more to come, uh, Axe and Smash of Demolition. Uh, of course, our headliner, the icon Sting, uh, the Boogeyman, Barry Horowitz, Ken Anderson, uh, 2019 WWE Hall of Famer, Brutus the Barber Beefcake, uh, Congo Kong, Tracy Smothers. Stay tuned because we have a lot of time till the show and a lot more names to discuss. You can follow us on www.heroesandlegendswrestling.com. You can find us on Twitter at Heroes and Legends. That is Heroes A-N Legends. Uh, you can find me at Sean Coletta HLW. And you can find us on Facebook at Heroes and Legends Wrestling as well. Um, we look forward to seeing everybody in October. Uh, be sure to follow us on social media because that's where you're going to find all of our announcements. Also, when our tickets are going on sale and when and where you can buy your VIP meet and greet experiences. Um, At Heroes and Legends, you always have to remember that these legends and heroes, uh, they come there to meet you, and they're excited to do so. So we're going to have a great time, and uh, we hope that all of your listeners come out to our show 
and enjoy what we've created for everybody out there. And once again, thank you very much for having me on. It's, it's been a pleasure. Oh, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on, so thank you so much. I appreciate it. Guys, this was a great episode. I want to give a thanks to Sean Coletta, the uh, Director of Operations at Heroes and Legends Professional Wrestling. Uh, he is having a show. Uh, it is October 5th uh, in Fort Wayne. As he already told you, uh, huge, huge names for one of the biggest uh, uh, wrestling conventions here in Indiana, one that you don't want to miss. Hey, let me let you know where you guys can listen to this at. We are going strong on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, Himalaya, anywhere that you are, we can get you there. No doubt, this right here, this is in your house. Guys, we are going to be anywhere between 17,000 and 20,000 followers starting next week, so be prepared for that huge merger that we had. Guys, we are listening to in 11 countries. This is incredible. Guys, come follow us. The Twitter is starting to grow a little bit. We're at 15 followers and still growing. At In Your House, come check us out. Instagram, at In Your House. You guys already know what it is. Get on or get gone because the household is going strong. You guys have a great day and a great rest of your week. Peace.